right, welcome to the Dreamer Podcast. I have a very special guest today. This is Josh York of Gym Guys. From his parents' dining room to an international brand, Gym Guys founder and CEO is an American dream come true. I love that. 12 years ago, Josh was sitting in his parents' dining room table, hammering out the idea that would become Gym Guys, a mobile in-home fitness training provider, today boasting 251 locations across 30 states and three countries. Josh believes the step that sleep is the enemy and subscribes to four or five hours a night. We need to talk about this. <laughs> and uh, with a 4, 4 a.m. morning workout followed by sauna and 29 degree ice bath daily. This man is not going to be denied his dream. We have Josh York on the podcast, man. Happy to have you, bro. Welcome. To, welcome. Appreciate, it. appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, Chris. I'm happy to be here. <clears throat> Awesome, man. Uh, well, so I've, uh, I'm a little bit familiar with you. I think I saw you on uh, Gary Vee's podcast, but for anyone that might be listening to this that doesn't know who you are, man, I would love to just, you know, hear a little bit about your story, let you give yourself a proper intro because I'm sure you could do it better. And uh, yeah, man, I just want to, would love to know more. Sure. Absolutely. About guys so, I got started. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my name is Josh York. I'm extremely handsome. No, I just like to throw that in there. But no, I um, I started my I started my business out of my parents' dining room in 2008 with a laptop and a vision. I like to call that vision our guarantee. In 15 to 20 years, we will be the largest fitness brand in the world. I like to say the chances of that not happening, you got a higher probability of seeing elephants fly. You know, hey. um, <clears throat> been uh, been franchising now since 2014. And uh, we are the largest personal training franchise in the world right now. We're in three countries, about to go into our fourth country, servicing over 260 locations, 700 cities in the United States alone. And um, we're really disrupting the fitness industry because we bring the workout to you, right? So we come in our fully loaded vehicle, stocked with everything you could possibly imagine. Enough equipment to provide you an amazing workout, 365 days a year, backed by our three C's, convenient, customized, and creative workouts. And, um, you know, it's just it's just great because, you know, in our business, yes, it's a franchise franchise model, but it's really great to, to make money, but it's really great to make a difference. And that's what mm -hmm. we do every day. Mm -hmm. I hear that, man. I hear that resonates with me very deep. So talk to me about um, franchising a business. What, what is that like? How do you, you know, uh, one of my major concerns, you know, in doing something like that would be maintaining consistency in the brand, right? Making sure that all the other people you're letting use the gym guy's name, stand up to your vision and your quality. How do you uh, go about making sure that that happens. Yep. That's a great question. Um, look, number one, before I even touch on that, when you talk about mindset, listen, everything comes down to one thing, 80% mindset, 20% tactical. If you're not, if you don't have the right mindset, you're going to get eaten up and chewed up and spit out and you're just never going to make it. Being in business is extremely dirty. It's a very dirty place to play, a very dirty place to play. And at the end of the day, you're going to have lots of problems. So you better get your mind right now, as far as business and franchising, there's lots of things you can do, but the number one most important thing is setting up the right appropriate system so you can properly scale and you mm -hmm. can do things where you can manage and you have your checks and balances because yes, you're going to have a lot of chaos, right? You know, I look, I love, I love it. Like I look at this as a game. Like yeah. I really, like I, like I really truly look at entrepreneurship. Like I'm playing Mario brothers. I used to love to play Mario brothers. I haven't touched a video game since I was probably like, I don't know, 11, but mm -hmm. I used to love Mario Brothers and you know, like in, 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 in a video game, how like you die and sometimes you start at that certain point where you died and sometimes you have to start from the beginning. But yeah. at the end of the day, the point is it's still the same. You get to live to see another day. 
Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing in business. The problem is most people quit when they're so close to the miracle. Now, when you set up the right systems and you have the appropriate things in place and the operations in place and you have the teams in place and you have the management in place and you have those technologies platforms in place to manage this and you're testing net promoter scores and you're doing everything from a high level to see everything, you're still going to have some challenges, but it's very easy to monitor. You have to obviously, number one, bring in the right people, which is very mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's no such thing as perfection. So people are going to fail too. And that's just, that's just the name of the game. Even McDonald's has owners that fail um, and you don't want that, but business is not easy. That's it. Business is not easy. And I always say, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you know, and, and, you know, you'll call, most people call franchisees, entrepreneurs, not entrepreneurs, but if you want to be an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, whatever it is, you, you got to live a couple of years of your life. Like most people won't. Mm-hmm. So you can live the rest of your life. Like most people can't. And that's what it comes down to. Agree, man. And I think it's a, a beautiful thing that you're taking something where you've built success and given other people that opportunity to, to replicate that, giving them a system um, that's a, uh, that's, that's very resonant, very much resonates with dreamer. Um, we're, we're trying to give people a practical way to move forward on their dreams and create opportunities, you know, that's so um, love that, man. So, so how, uh, how long have you been working on this company? 13 years. 13 years. And would you say, wow, I, that's a long time, bro. Um, what? Well, you, well, you, well, you, want, well, you want to actually, well, you actually want to know what's crazy about that. So I've been working on my business where, you know, I was doing this myself from 2008 to 2014. Okay. Now I was very successful. Okay. Then I took a step back to start franchising, mm-hmm. used every single profit I had. I don't, you know, I'm not, listen, first of all, I'm not that guy to buy a Lamborghini. You're never going to, I'm never going to be that guy ever, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't do those kind of things. You know, I drive my pickup truck every day and that's never going to change, but I saved all that money to reinvest. And then I started franchising. Now from the outside, everyone's like, oh, wow, this guy's rolling in the dough. You don't understand something as a business person, you'll understand this, but you start one business and then you use that money to invest into a totally another business. And I literally started from scratch again. Because mm-hmm. I had to use all those funds to fund the franchise company. Because if you guys had a franchising, let me tell you something, it is extremely complicated. I made a ton of mistakes. I've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars. But then I started over all over again. So if you really look at it, I've only been doing this for six years because yeah. because I had to start all over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, that that's uh, that was going to be kind of my next question. Um, and, and this is something that I think is important for anyone chasing a dream to know. Um, I, I personally know this, I'm sure, I'm sure you've had your moments, but at point, at a certain point in time, that point that you mentioned where everybody quits and right before the miracle, right? Tell me about a time, cause I think a lot of this gets glossed over in most interviews. Tell me about a time where you really just, you know, not that you weren't sure, but to, to someone looking from the outside, it looked like all this might start crumbling down. And then what happened to where it just shifted for you? Okay, that's a great question. And this is how I'm going to position it. I'm a human being, just like mm-hmm. you and just like everybody else. And my thoughts are the same as everybody else. And I have those thoughts all the time. The difference is how do you get in your head to get that little negative self-talk voice out of your head? And what I do, and it's a true story, I do it all the time. I think about pizza and donuts and it makes me happy. And I, I kind of like to shift my focus. That's, yeah. that, that's, that, that's honestly what I do. I, I love, I love my sweets. I love, if you think I'm joking, I got these fresh baked, simple people. I, I got these fresh baked cookies that someone just picked me up right here. Um, yeah. I, I, I love my sweets. And at the end of the day, when you, when you 
allow your mind to shift focus <clears throat> and not think about that moment, you have to be a believer in yourself. Okay. Like, <sighs> See, people don't understand this. You know, if, coming in as a franchise owner, there's so many van, so much, so much, so much on the advantage side because you have a team behind you. Someone's cheering you on. When you're when you're early in the game and you're trying to do something, especially what I did and what my team have done, what we've done here is we created a new category. So you have to be your best cheerleader because no one's going to believe in you. I've had I could tell you more stories of people that laughed in my face and told me this was never going to work and this and that, but I always believed in me. Mm -hmm. So I'm my greatest cheerleader. And that's why I always recommend you get a mirror and just put it in your room or somewhere you're going to walk past every day and just stop and just stare in the mirror and look at yourself because that's who it's, you're up against yourself. That's it. You know, I don't pay attention to, to others, people's, you know, their, their, their journeys, what they're doing, and especially in social media, mm -hmm. 90, maybe 96% of the crap is just nonsense and fake. People yeah. are painting these pictures for you that that doesn't even exist. I guarantee you, if you look at their bank accounts, they have zero dollars in it, probably. So mm -hmm. focus on yourself. That's the key. Yeah, I agree with that. It's a entrepreneurship. Creating anything is an internal game. Um, it's a and comparing yourself to others is one of the quickest ways to, you know, feel inadequate or to, you know, just and the, the worst part about it is, like you said, you're comparing yourself to something that's not even real. You know, to to believe that person's Instagram profile alone, you know, you got to make 95 assumptions, which are probably incorrect. Yep. So 100% um, resonate with that, man. And um, so but just back to that question, was was there a moment where, you know, maybe it was right before you started franchising where you transitioned that way? But I think you had a lot of success. Sound like you bet on yourself at that point. I love people that bet on themselves. That's something I really subscribe to. Um, but was there a moment where you're like, this might all crumble like tomorrow and then something all the time yeah oh, listen all the time you know look i i i, 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 I struggled making payroll for almost 10 10 years literally mm -hmm. non-stop non like thank god you know i don't have to have those problems anymore but i see i never react I've trained my mind. So like, I, like, I, I believe, I don't care what anyone thinks. I believe I have, I believe I'm the baddest person in the world. I believe my mindset, no one's going to get tougher than it. These are why I do certain things. I jump in my 29 degree ice bath every day, even in my 10 degree, you know, garage this morning, how cold it was here. It was like probably like 15, 20 degrees. I still jump in the damn thing. Lots of benefits to it from a fitness side, but from a mental side, I like to put myself in a lot of uncomfortable situations because when a lot of these tough moments happen, it just makes it very easy for me. But I always, and I know this is going to sound really crazy, but it's the truth. I just tell myself, it's all good. You know, it's going to work out. Yo, then, <laughs> yo, you're dropping some truth bombs, man. I, I love this because uh, mindset is something I've focused on myself like the last decade. Um, a lot of the psychology that you're talking about, we've used to kind of develop uh, this product, Dreamer. It's some, it's a reason that, you know, um, I love my partner, Charlie Rocket, very, very similar minds. They were just forward focused. It's all good. And um, one, one thing that you're really reminding me of is the concept of, you know, things have the meaning that we give it. And so you have the power with your, your perspective to give anything that could normally look negative. It could look bleak. You could, you can give it the meaning that it's all good or you know what, that's perfect. You know what, there's a blessing on the other side of that. And all I got to do is just look for the blessing instead of focus on the problem. And 
that's been something that I have to credit for, you know, just the fact that I'm, I'm sitting here right now and we've got, you know, a product in the market that's gaining a lot of traction is that, that one simple principle right there is like, no matter what anyone else says, you can tune out that noise and it only matters what you think, how you feel about a situation. And, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting, but once you try that, once you start putting that into practice, you'll see that on the other side of that, it, it actually happens, <laughs> you know, things. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard though, because when, you know, like I, like I'm talking, like I'm telling myself these things, like I, there were times where I had to like, I had like a bill for like $175,000 due like the next day. And I had like a thousand dollars in my bank account. Like this is true. Like I'm telling you real stories. Like most people can't, (laughs) most people can't handle that. Most people can't handle that. So let me just, let me just circle back to what I said. I tell myself these things, but I take action to figure out how I'm going to get the job done. You have to take action. Right. If you don't take action, you're not going to get the job done because all this stuff is very easy to say, not so easy to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and so this is where we can go a little, another layer deeper, right? So the action that you took to solve that problem, whatever problem is and insert any problem in there. I would argue that the action that you took was the the helpful action, the right action, because of how you were thinking about the situation. If if you're thinking about that that 175,000 that's due the next day, and the mindset is only like, I'm not going to be able to pay that. I'm not. I'm done. You know, yada. Like you're not going to find the right action to take. But it's because you're like, hey, I'll figure this out. It's all good. It's been all good. It's the past thousand problems, and it's going to be all good. This problem. And we're going to figure it out. That is like the the soil for the right action. It's the environment for you to yep. take the action that's actually going to do something versus and, and this is where this like that mindset being 80 percent of it. You know, um, it, this is real stuff. too. This is this is things that will actually help people um, go after their dreams and face problems because it's inevitable. Like you said, you're going to run into shit in this game. That's just the nature of the game. Um, but and it's and I think it's also. Um, through these these type of uh, mental practices that you learn to love the game for what it is versus what you want it to be. Um, so, okay, let's get into get into mindset a little bit more. What two, let's go with two practices. What two mindset practices would you give someone just starting out, let's say in your field, you know, they want to open a gym, they want to become the best personal trainer in the world. You know, what's your advice for them? mindset start start, start doing some very uncomfortable things like i mean very uncomfortable things like i literally put when i tell you i put myself in uncomfortable situations like very uncomfortable situations and and most of the time like 90 percent of the time it's physical and i do it through training but i mean like i do some crazy stuff man like I, i literally like the average person would probably need a defibrillator and would probably have to go to the icu unit if they even tried to even play with me because it would never work because I just pushed myself to the point where I, I've lost hearing in my ears for like a half hour. I'll see like, you know, those spots you see when you're working out, like I've taken it to such an extreme level sometimes where I literally can't stand up. I'd have to like lay down with my legs up for more blood to circulate to my, to my head just to get back up to Like I push myself. You have, if you want to go to the end, to the finish line, cause I only get, I go for the gold. That's it. I don't settle for silver. Most people say, ah, you know what? silver's good. I don't need the gold. No, I only go for the gold. So so, like, I'll give you an example of a game I play. So in the sauna, I play this game of myself. I've been doing this since I'm 17. 
Okay. I don't even know how it happened, but I just do it. Like when I'm in a sauna, I'll stay in there for usually 30 minutes, a couple of days a week. I have to be the last person to leave the sauna. So if I have a minute left and sometimes it, it could be over 200 degrees in there, man, and you try sitting mm-hmm. in there, I, I will not drink water in there. I will sit in there for 30 minutes without taking a sip of water. Now you have a minute to go and you might be getting a little nauseous and dizzy and someone walks in, I can't leave. Like as soon as that person walks in, I cannot leave. So like there was a time where it was so hot in there and I, for some reason that day I couldn't handle it. This guy came in and I'm like, holy smokes. I was like, what the hell am I going to do right now? I was like, sir, how, you know, how long are you going to be in here for? You know, he's like, ah, oh, probably 15, 20 minutes. I'm like, oh Jesus, I'm trying to prepare my head to stay in there for 15, 20 minutes. Now that's a very uncomfortable situation. Yeah. And he did stay in there for 15 minutes and I would not leave until he left. And I do things like this all the time where I like create these alter, alter egos in my mind and kind of trick myself. You have to trick your mind. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't like, I can't explain it really. Like, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying, but like, you have to like, you have to believe certain things, like actually truly believe them. Like not say like I can fly and you think you could fly. Like you have to actually believe it in your mind. Mm -hmm. And when you believe those things, like making the payroll or coming up with the money, you play the game and you win the game, Mm -hmm. but you have to put yourself in it. So what is some advice I give someone if they don't like running, start running every day a mile. You know, if you don't like taking a cold shower, cold showers are very good for you. I take them every day. I do my ice bath. Then I let my body warm up. Then I take a hot shower. Then I go back into a cold shower, do things that make you uncomfortable. Because when you do those things at the end of the day, you understand the pain's going to go away. But when you have tough times, it's a lot easier to manage because you know, mentally you can handle it. Like, you know, people don't understand, you know, it's like, you know, if you're going to go work out, right you know it's going to be painful, right? Mm-hmm. But as soon as someone experiences pain in life or in business, they just quit. They just quit because right. it's right. weak. That's why you have to start doing things. And the reason, look, I wake up every morning at 3.44 in the morning, every single day, 3.44. Okay. Now, you think I want to wake up every day at 3.44? Don't you think some days I'm dead exhausted? No. <laughs> I, I never, ever, ever once in my life have ever hit the snooze button, ever. Okay. Every time you hit that snooze button, you're killing your dreams, your goals. You're, you're mm. killing them. And, mm, and, I'm not, like and, I'm, and I'm not saying that you have to wake up at that time every day to be successful. But I am saying that's really a tough time to wake up, right? You're comfortable. Yeah. You're warm in your bed. It's early in the morning. You know, the rest of the world pretty much is sleeping. That is the time winners are made. Yeah, that is that, that that is what I believe. No, I love this. So and and what to me what it really means that you're you're speaking to is discipline. Number one, um, a lot of people don't understand that that discipline creates freedom. Um, it's a very counterintuitive concept, but it's true, and I think that that is something that you're living your life by. Um, you know, and then the other thing is that that mental toughness that you're talking about. This is something that I think most people don't say when you're talking about, you know, giving entrepreneurial advice, it's like, you know, get the right team, you know, make sure you get the product market fit. No, you're saying be mentally tough because it's guaranteed you're going to go through some shit. And um, I love that, man. And, and so, you know, things like being the last man standing in the, in the sauna, right. Uh, interestingly enough, I don't go in the sauna very often, but that is something that I do when I go in there. I just like, I'm just going to sit in here longer than anyone else. Um, and I tell myself, I tell myself things like that all the time. Like nobody works harder than me. 
You know, like I'll, I'll sleep three hours a night just for the fact that no one works harder than me, you know, and I know I'm going to be successful because I'm putting in the hours, but you know, you could achieve that belief without maybe doing that, but it's putting those things into practice. Like you're saying that show, you show yourself. And that's one of the best ways to, to really form that belief is to show yourself that you are who you say you are. You are who you think you are. And um, man, that's, that's huge. That's great advice. Thank you very much for, for yes, sharing sir. that. Absolutely. Um, okay. So, so dream with me a little bit. I know you're, you're found massive success. You're in so many cities and multiple countries now. What is that goal? Where is gym guys, you know, I don't want to put a time on it, but what, where's that gold medal? Where, where are we going? Very simple. Worldwide domination. Worldwide domination. That's it. What, what does that mean? What does that mean? For like that, 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 that means that we will be the largest fitness brand in the world. That means that we're going to be able to change more lives than you could possibly imagine. And let me tell you why that's going to happen. We live in a world of convenience. Okay. That's the world we live in. If your business is not Amazon proof, you're going to die. Okay, Chris, I'm sure you've ordered off Amazon, if not in the last hour, the last 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, you know, and if you're not a Prime member, I would literally fall on the floor right now. That's <laughs> the world we live in. Yeah. Now, you have the whole in-home fitness craze. You have Mera, Peloton, all those other companies. That's great. But here's the problem. People need accountability. That's mm -hmm. never going anywhere. And Peloton's a great product, but a lot of people use that as a clothing rack. And there's no accountability there. And at the end of the day, human interaction is never going anywhere. Robots can't replace what we do. And when I say worldwide domination, we're going to be able to change more lives than you could possibly imagine. And we will be in more cities and countries than you could possibly imagine. And that's never going to stop. Because honestly, people are like, wow, this is great what you've done. This is great. I'm just getting started. I haven't, even, I haven't even scratched the surface yet. There Very simple. There we go. You're, you're a real dreamer, man. I love it. Um, that's that's exactly how I feel. We're we're like six years in, you know, just starting to get some traction. And I'm like, we're, we're this. We've scratched the surface. You don't even understand the plans <laughs> that are involved in this thing, you know. And it's a uh, it, it's my mission in life to just make it more practical, give people uh, a system like you're talking about to find success in whatever dream they have, whether that is to be an entrepreneur, is to be an artist, a musician. Um, and we've identified a few things that, you know, are necessary to kind of give that person an environment to thrive, right? And those, th those three things are community, access to capital, and education. Is there anything you could speak to about those concepts, particularly community, I think, uh, with you that, you know, having that is an ingredient for your success, whether that's your in, in your business, whether that's, you know, getting classes together, what does, how does community play a role in your business? And just talk to me about that. So <clears throat> community, um, look, it's extremely important. It's extremely important. And um, what do I think of that? When you say that to me, I think of, you know, the, the folder actually have turned into folders of letters I've gotten of thank yous of people we've helped in the community. You know, we, we have government funded programs we're working with with a lot of people with disabilities, whether it's autism or, you know, uh, any type of mental disorder. And you get a you get a letter from a mother of a son who struggled and you helped him and you can see a tear stain in the letter. Let me tell you something. There's nothing better than that. And what does that mean to the community? Well, that means that they're going to share that story with other people in the community and you could help other people in the community. But you have to be involved in the community. Something mm -hmm. we always say here is OTC, OTC every single day own the community. 
know okay. everybody, give back to everybody, be in, you know, th- these are all things that are very important in business. And I like to always tell everyone business comes down to one thing. I don't care what business you're in. I don't care if you're selling screws, you're selling an app. I don't care what it is. It's relationships. Mm. Everything is about relationships. If you can't connect with people, if you can't build relationships, you're never going to win. Facts, man. Facts. I, so, wow. Amazing answer. Um, and that's uh, so version one of Dreamer is really about that. You know, right now, I think we live in an environment where talking about your dreams out loud is really frowned upon. You know, people, especially people closest to you that maybe know your history, know that you're a slacker, procrastinate, whatever. Like when you tell them your dream is to go, you know, have the next successful gym franchise, they're going to look at you and be like, you know, um, but that's what we aim to create with Dreamer was an environment where someone could say, hey, my dream is to go to the moon or whatever crazy thing it is. And it's receptive. You know, it's, it's received well. It's a positive, you know, feedback loop. And you start to form relationships around your dream. You know, uh, we found that connections that we uh, are facilitating on the platform are much deeper than typical online connections for one reason only. People are saying why they're there. They're saying what their dream is and they're connecting around that. Um, which is uh, very similar to, you know, you're building community the, the, the right way, the organic way and going out and talking to people and meeting people and, and talking to them about their health and their fitness. Um, and so, man, to, to hear you say that just kind of uh, helps me just, you know, further just one notch up the belief in what we're doing that, you know, building community is the foundation of, of chasing any dream. Uh, I believe that to be true. Yeah. So, and one thing to add there, look, it's it's great to dream, but if you don't set a goal with that dream, your dreams aren't going to be anything. So you have to set goals, right? You have to set mm-hmm. goals and you have to believe in those goals and accomplish those goals so you can mm-hmm. make those dreams come true. A lot of people like to dream with no action. Right. And so, you know, I think uh, just getting someone to say their dream out loud is like a baby step. Right. 100%. Um, yep. Because that sets things into motion. If you're not talking about your dream, there's really not much action you can take because it's on the back burner. So it's just, you know, for us right now, it's about getting those dreams in the forefront, getting a, a, a engaging way to, to, to focus on it. And that's, and that's how, you know, I, I, we're just expanding our reach and impacting people aside from all the philanthropic stuff we're doing with the Dream Machine Tour and Charlie Rocket. Um, we're doing a bunch of stuff here in Vegas um, for the community this, this season. But um, having having a, a medium to talk about your dreams and find support. Um, I think it's just something that doesn't exist in society right now. Uh, and that's, that's the, the void we're, we're seeking to fill with this app, you know, and it's, a, oh, it's almost like a, almost like a hack, you know, I feel like you would resonate with this. I'm sure like there's people that aren't ready to get in shape. They're not ready to go hit the gym. Um, but you know that they want to be healthy. Yep. Right. It's like, it's, it's how do you get that person to then just show up? Yep. I like gotcha. That's kind of what we're aiming to achieve with, with the dreamer app right now is like, show up and say what your dream is and see what happens, you know? Yep. Yep. Awesome, man. Well, Hey, look, um, I'm going to wrap this. I know you've got a hard stop soon, but bro, thank you so much for being here on the dreamer podcast. Thank you for sharing your mindset and your insights. I think a lot of people are going to get huge value out of that, man. And I agree so much with everything you said. So appreciate you being here, brother. Yes, Chris. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. All right, man. Have a good one. Crush it today. You too. Take care.